Hello everybody, what's going on? Welcome to season two of Garage Talks. I appreciate everyone's support for season one. I know it was very inconsistent and there's new podcasts coming out every day. Um, But I do appreciate everybody that showed us love and stuck through each episode and gave us a listen i definitely appreciate you all so i'm very excited for this season i have some great stuff planned hopefully i'll get the video podcast going we'll bring in some athletes and celebrity guests uh, to make it more interesting and kind of give it a different look so thank you and here's to episode one season two let's go Alright, so the first topic of Season 2, we are going to start with basketball. So it seems like the NBA has been super upside down, very inconsistent this year. As we know, teams are... uh, Teams that aren't supposed to be doing good are putting actually a great season through. In the East, we have the Bulls, who are 28-15. and 15. A lot of people were expecting them to be better with the addition of DeRozan, Lonzo, Vucevic coming back off the injury, and they, both, uh, they boosted their bench. But to be number one in the East, that's amazing. Nets are looking um, great. They have been a steady top three seed. Uh, with Kyrie pretty much being out and KD having injuries. But Kyrie's back now. So let's see what the third person that I feel like always gets forget because he doesn't talk a lot, James Harden. He, I think, have has the capability to put everybody together on the court to show off each of their skills. So let's see what the Chef Harden can do. The Bucks are staying in the top four. I don't think Bucks will get number one seed this year. I think Giannis, Middleton, I think they'll just kind of cruise to the playoffs slowly and steadily, try to get healthy. And then in the playoff is, I think, where they'll make all their money. For me, the surprising team is Cavaliers. I don't know how, but they've definitely been a top seven team um, throughout the season. We definitely can't forget the playing format from seven to ten. Any four of those teams can be the final two. And the Miami Heat are also very surprising. They, they're putting a nice, nice little run together. They're 29 and 16, tied with the Bulls for the one and two seed. So it's pretty interesting. You know, it's coming to that all-star break, coming to that midway point. So it's looking interesting. And you know, the West with the Suns and the Warriors who have been surprising throughout the season but now that they have clayback they look to stick with the you know number one or the number two seed Devin Book and CP3 are doing their thing again Ja Moran number three Memphis what a turnaround what a season they're having it's phenomenal how everybody's coming together on that team like Kyle and uh, Bain um, you know they're playing with a lot of swag you know and they're talking they're talking their game in this winning, uh, winnings, uh, 
excuse me, that had this little winning streak going on, they were talking. I kind of like that. They were letting the old people know, you know, it's our time. Jazz are fraudulent. <coughs> excuse me. Jazz are number four. Uh, Mavericks have uh, at number five, Nuggets six, Wolves seven, Lakers eight, Clippers nine, Blazers ten. Uh, it's going to be interesting, I think, from five to pretty much 12, which means Mavericks, nu Mavericks, Nuggets, Wolves, Lakers, Clippers, Blazers, King, and Spurs. I think these all can flip. So it's going to be interesting, especially as Lakers keep shifting between six to eight, waiting for a healthy AD to come back. We've been waiting from Kendrick Nunn for God knows how long. I don't even know if he's ever going to play. Stanley Johnson's on his third 10-day contract. So let's see what happens. And, you know, Wolves are putting a little streak together, you know, with D'Lo and Cat getting healthy after COVID. Uh, Ant's been the man. He's trying to become the man. So they have something going. Nuggets have the MVP. Joker's having another phenomenal season. So I think um, it's going to be interesting how things are going to work post-All-Star uh, break. Especially with the Lakers, I think all eyes are going to be on Russell Westbrook. Uh, as we know, he's been um, he's been kind of known to have a phenomenal second half. So I think that's going to be really good. I think teams are going to start getting healthy. Clay's officially back. Shout out Clay. Mama calls him Clay. Mama call him Clay. Uh, he had a phenomenal debut. Uh, he's looking healthy. You know, he's playing well. So. I'm excited for the second half of the season. First half kind of goes through, um, you know, with the NFL going on, you know, sometimes we don't pay too much attention, but I'm excited for the post all-star break NBA season. So we'll continue a lot of chatter as the season progresses uh, for the NBA season. Hey, hey welcome back. Appreciate everybody that's still tuned in. Uh, definitely give us your opinions and thoughts on Instagram, Twitter, comment, uh, like, all that good stuff. Uh, you can also go on a YouTube page. We'll be uploading video and audio episodes there. Uh, so we're definitely looking at all the feedback. You guys come on. We're actually going to be bringing on some of you as guests later this season. So uh, please go ahead and give us a comment. Tune in. Give us a five-star rating if you can. If you like it. If you don't, give us a one-star. Whatever you do. Share your opinion, you know. Uh, we really want to take this podcast to places, so as long as you keep giving us feedback, we'll try to improve upon everything. Are y'all excited for UFC 270 tomorrow? I think it's going to be a great matchup. I think the card is pretty stacked. Uh, obviously, the main event is going to be the biggest fight on it. Francis Naganu and Cyril Gan. I think I'm going for Naganu. I think he knocks him out. Even though I think Gan is one of the best heavyweight fighters I've seen, he can actually like box and move around. Um, so I think that's good. I think, uh, by the way, the co-main event. So I'm going with Naganu on the main event. The co-main event. Is Brandon Marino, who's nine and five and two draws, versus I hope I pronounce his name right. Devason 
Figueredo. Spain's 22-1. This fight has shown a lot of bad blood. Uh, in the interviews, in the face-off and all that. So I think it's going to be an interesting co-main event. Who's to win? I'm not sure, but I just think it's going to be a really good fight. Um, overall, I think it's an okay card. I don't think it's that exciting, but I think the last three fights, the welterweight with Michael Pereira versus Andre Fialho, I think that's going to be really good. And uh, So I think the last three fights are going to be phenomenal. Um, definitely a card you should tune into. I know prices have gone up, so it's expensive. But it's, you know, it's, it's definitely something I think you sh everybody should tune into. I don't know why UFC prices are going up. Um, I feel like this might be something from them going, uh, becoming a public traded company, Shara Zufa. So I think that's the reason why it possibly, uh, you know, prices went up. But overall, I think it's, I think it's a decent card. It should be enjoyable. But I think the last three fights are going to be phenomenal. Especially the main event with Nagano and Gan. You know, they used to be training partners. They used to train together with the same coaches. Now one's a heavyweight. The other one's interim heavyweight. So it's going to be really exciting. I think Nagano has that punching power. And I think he's going to be patient with his punches. So I am going with Francis Nagano to win this fight. And then set up a long, long awaited matchup with John Jones that I've been waiting forever to watch. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun.